0: Hey sister, welcome back to Women's Collective Consciousness Podcast. I am Radim Fabrianti, I am your host for this podcast, also founder of Women's Collective Consciousness, a mother, mental cycle coach, and a lover of embodying movement. I am here to empower women to remember and reclaiming their power of the wisdom and the magic as a cyclical being through juicy conversation around women's cycle health, wellness, and well-being. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the tradition custodian of this land where I record this podcast. I apply my respect to the elders past, present, and future. I also like to acknowledge to everyone who is listening to this podcast and my hope for every woman who is listening to this podcast is to always remember that you are belonging being a woman in your skin, in your body, in your temple, doesn't matter what stage of life you are in. All right, let's jump in into our powerful conversation today i'm so thrilled for today we have Belle. Belle is my dearest, dearest friend and then she's also a reiki practitioner a kinesiology practitioner also all this healing modality that she has it under her belt that i can't really really highly recommend if you need to see someone go with her but for today episode we're gonna dive in into her journey how can she find these all modalities into her belt also how can she incorporate and what does that mean for women to having these um modalities and helping this healing helping her healing journey and then other things in her life all righty bell let's jump in into our conversation today can you please tell to the listener who you are <laughs> Thanks, Ren.
1: That's hard to say in a few short words, isn't it? Ah, oh, um, my name's Belle, and um I've been doing all my healing work now for you know eight coming into nine years. So it's something that I'm very, very passionate about. I've totally changed my life. I'm literally an entirely different person from when I first started on this journey. So, yeah, it's something that I really love passionately sharing with like, clients with one-on-ones, but I also teach. So I can also help teach people to also learn how to do this and empower themselves to be able to be self-healers.
0: Oh, my God. Isn't this so amazing? All righty, Belle, before we dive in into deep conversation today, um, where are you in your cycle today? I'm
1: on day two. So I'm on my very heavy period day today.
0: Oh my gosh! I'm oh, so right. I had
1: to leave halfway through a Kundalini yoga class this morning to change my situation. Like it's 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 that day today.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, and then honor that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, how do you feel with this? I know maybe physically you are a bit tender today, but how do you feel internally with this face? Uh,
1: Internally I feel really happy when I actually get my period so even though yes I have got some pain and you know blood going on or whatever I feel really happy and at peace because I do get a little bit uh, snippy, um and a bit less, you know, patient in the days leading up to my period. So I do, you know, I'm in perimenopause and I do have some PMS uh, symptoms. They're nowhere near as bad as they used to be because I have all these wonderful tools to help manage them, but I don't feel peaceful and at ease in my body. And as soon as it comes, it's just like this ah, feeling to me. And I know yeah. some are the opposite though, right? They get really um cranky and tired and they're not they're not good to be around on their period. But I feel like I'm a wonderful human being when I'm on my period.
0: Mm, and especially, I guess we also are around the corner of the full moon. So you are really, really feeling that outward energy, even that you are on your period. I actually just posted on another day. Um, about the red moon cycle when you are is menstruated and a full moon and an ovulated and a new moon. This is um belonging into that medicine woman, that midwife, the healers, and then the shaman when the wisdom keeper of the community. And then I think this is really perfect for Belle because that's all what she's doing. Amazing. All well and where are you? I know you just mentioned you are in a perimeter. Uh, menopause on the face of womanhood, but where are you literally right now in the face of womanhood?
1: So, as in my age? Yeah. Yes, I'm 44. And so, from 40 onwards, like women do start going into perimenopause. We are premenopause, and it's something that a lot of people don't actually talk about and speak about. And we go through so many hormonal changes after that time and our bodies can create uh, fibroids and all sorts of things your periods can get heavier and more irregular the cycles get irregular i mean mine went from a 28 day cycle down to a 21 day cycle and they just kind of fluctuate up and around so i've been having to do a lot of bioresonance and kinesiology and stuff to actually help balance my hormones and, and work through my perimenopause symptoms so um yeah, there is there is lots of different help out there without having to go on, you know, HRT and hormone replacement therapy and, and there there is things and there is tools. But so many women I know that I've been talking to from 40 are like oh my god I think I'm in that too but no one ever talks about it and I didn't even really know about it and it's like it's this thing that not everyone's talking about so I'm really loving actually having just open conversations about just our cycles and what happens in womenhood and our hormones because it's all very natural and something that not everyone talks about or even knows about or even makes the effort to learn about their bodies
0: yeah yeah totally this is the conversation I also have with uh Staff from episode two when, um, I just actually talk about where she is, and then I said, "Well, you are in the MAGA phase because that's when you are on the age f- between fifty to 70s And then she's like, "Oh, I never heard that before." And then because why? Because no one ever talk about it. So Belle is right now in the transition. Actually, she's still in the mother phase where, you know, like between twenty five to fifty, but also by the end of that mother like, started like a transition between the mother and the manga but she's just got so much wisdom and still giving birth into so many creative things into the world so guys we gotta get really really spicy today all right before we get um more deep i also like to do some cycle check-in i am on my day 16 as i record this and it's feel really, really um, interesting this week because being just that, you know, involuntary ladies and then just keep going and being and then thinking all the leads and then saying yes to everything. And I also just mentioned it on my Insta story yesterday. I said I've been saying yes to so many things. I hope I don't regret it because I know, especially with um, my son, he can be really, really cheeky Bunker this week. And then he's like, mom, can I have this? Mom, can I have that? And then, you know what? Well, yes, 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 yes. But next week, I will regret my decision. <laughs> All right. uh, Belle, I know you're wearing so many different hats here as an energetic killer, but what do you actually do? I know that you mentioned about you are teaching um the kinesiology and then other uh, modalities. So, w- what is all this? Can you please tell to the listener? Um, well, I I love
1: teaching kinesiology so so much because kinesiology works with the subconscious mind. So you get to tap into where um you know you might have like limiting belief systems and stuff like that in the body. Um, what what kinesiology also does, though, it taps into the cellular memory in your body and it can find where there are blockages and disharmony stored, you know, to put it simply. And there's many different versions of kinesiology out there, but I specialize in and teach emotions and metaphysical kinesiology. So, behind every physical ailment, illness, disease that goes on in our body, there is a metaphysical reason, like an emotional reason of why there is a weakness in our body in the first place, of why it is um, creating that condition. So, our bodies are speaking to us. There's a secret, you know, language of the body book, which I love so much, in Segal, and it's really, really eye-opening. If I so much as, you know, stub my toe, I look up, oh, my God, what does that mean, or cut my finger. But, you know, it works for, you know, diseases from common cold all the way to cancer, right, and our bodies create these conditions because we store emotions in our body and we don't actually deal with them and we don't actually process them. And so with kinesiology, we can actually tap into, like, what are these trapped emotions, and where are they in the body, and we can actually free them so the body can heal itself. So it's really, really amazing seeing as we're talking about women's health um, how, you know, we can actually do kinesiology sessions all around, say, the thyroid and hormonal systems and clear and things going on in the womb space and clear the trapped emotions that are going on around that in the first place. Um, Yeah, it's really, really phenomenal for that. So I, I love teaching it because it's not only do we get to create more practitioners, but also, you know, some of the students that come and learn with me are only doing it for themselves and their own healing journey. And when I first learned kinesiology, I did it because I I was very, very sick and I'd had a very dark past. So I've been through a lot of trauma in my life. So I've been through physical abuse, sexual abuse, emotional abuse, and I self-medicated with drugs and alcohol for a very long time. And in 2013, I decided I didn't want to be a drug addict anymore, and I wanted to look after my health, and I wanted to change my life. And I had been seeing a psychologist since I was 18 years old to about 33, and it just wasn't helping me. It, it, I was just talking about my stuff, and my trauma was just getting re-triggered, and I wasn't actually getting better. And someone suggested this lady, Ida, she's not around anymore, but she was a kinesiologist slash Reiki practitioner um like after my third kinesiology session i really couldn't believe how much lighter i felt like and just how different like this pain and this trauma and this stuff that i was holding on to for like you know 20 30 years was just like leaving my body so quickly and instead of leaving a psychology session like crying and feeling heavy about retalking Um, about my stuff, I was actually feeling lighter and brighter and and really different in my body. It it was just such an amazing thing. And we didn't know back then, but we know now with all Dr. Joe Dispenza's work, that when you actually talk about a trauma that happened to you, your body doesn't know the difference between a memory and reality. And it is re-triggering in your body in that very moment as if that trauma is actually happening to you again. So you're reliving it. Whereas when you go and have a kinesiology session, yes, you talk about your stuff, but then you get on the table and we clear it straight away. So, you know, we're able to, you know, you talk about it, you relive it, it's going on in your body, but we're actually clearing it. So So it's like the most life-changing modality. And when I see people suffering and struggling in life, I'm just like, for God's sakes, go and get a kinesiology session. Like it's just life, you know, life-changing. Why are you like suffering and struggling when you just don't have to? And it doesn't have to be with big trauma and big stuff. I mean, I got over my fear of driving and my fear of flying. I mean, now I travel and stuff all the time. Like, there's um, it's helped me to be successful in my business, to get over my fear of wanting to show up on social media or, you know, just all these things in your life it can actually do to totally change your life, you know, which is just phenomenal. So it can wow. work on, you know help things but obviously it works with your subconscious mind so we can clear out trauma limiting belief systems all that kind of stuff and create the life that you want to live
0: wow
1: and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah wow that's <laughs> i think everyone should learn everyone should be able to learn how to muscle test and tap into their body and find out what's going on and talk to their subconscious mind and talk to their cellular memory and have a communication going Like it's really special because we're so disconnected from ourselves a lot of the time, just floating through life in busyness, and we don't make enough time to connect and go within and go, what is my body saying? What is going on in there? Mm. We've only got this rest of our lives to live in.
0: Yeah, totally. We only have one body, right? So you, you mentioned about the kinesiology and the Reiki. So what is the difference between these two anyway? So with
1: Reiki, I kind of talk about Reiki a little bit like a massage, but for the soul, so, you know, in a Reiki session, it's very different to kinesiology. My clients come in, they lie on the bed, they've got an eye mask on and it's, they're they're passive. They get to lie there, chill out and I'm doing on them. And so I do an energetic clearing. So I clear out all the chakras, I clear out, you know, the auras, make sure that there's no negative entities, attachments, all that kind of stuff, cords, it's more of a spiritual healing situation. Um, And it works really nicely to regulate the nervous system and decrease your cortisol. So if you're really stressed out and strung out, it's really nice just to come and zen. Whereas in a kinesiology session, you're talking and you're participating. You know, when, when remedies test up, we're saying this is what's going on. This is what your body's saying. This is what you need, you know, and you kind of feel like you're having an energetic psychic reading. You're getting all of this information and awareness because awareness is healing. So I find that there's certain things with Reiki that just don't clear on their own. Whereas with kinesiology, because you have the awareness behind it and can specifically go back to an age of cause of when something started, that's when it can clear out. Because in a kinesiology session, you might be working on something that's going on as a pattern today in your life, but we'll go back to the age of cause or age of best understanding. And it could be three years of age or 15 years of age, and you go back to the seed point of when it first started. I mean, I even do past life work for people that believe in that. We can clear ancestral patterns and past life patterns and even go back lifetimes. That's a whole other thing. But we hold so much in our body. So with kinesiology, it can be more specific. Uh, With Reiki, it's a lot more, let's have a nice energy clearing, decrease your cortisol, help you feel a bit better. And, you know, and because it, it clears stress out of your body, so it helps it heal that way. Um, so I, I do often a combo of both as well. So I, I rarely do just Reiki on its own. I have very few clients that will just come for it on its own. Most will either have an energy therapy session where it's Reiki and kinesiology because it's way more powerful, or I'll just do kinesiology. And then I also do bioresonance therapy as well, which works really well for working with you know, hormonal issues and menstrual issues and, you know, all of that kind of, emotional, physical things as well. So I've got tools for everything.
0: All right. So what is the bio, what did this just say? <laughs> what is that? i never bio- heard that before. So bioresonance therapy is
1: frequency medicine. So um, it was invented by the technology of Albert Einstein and Nikola Tesla, like it's quantum mes- medicine. So everything is energy in this on this planet, right? Your nose, a pen, the computer, your arm, your liver, everything is energy and everything holds a certain frequency. And so with bioresonance, what happens is they will scan your body, the the device scans your body, and it goes against a database of over 120,000 blueprint frequencies of what a healthy frequency should be. And it can pick up where you've got a toxic energy signature. So it's not healthy, it's not matching. And it can send optimizing frequencies back to it to say your liver or your eyes or your nose or your blood or whatever it is that's out of balance to actually bring it back into balance. So it can actually, you know, help rejuvenate your body and bring it back into homeostasis so it can heal itself. And um, there's also other specific frequency medicines. So say with a distant Reiki session, you can just send healing out into the ether to that person to help heal them. With bioresonance, you can be very specific. You can have, you know, frequencies for cleans blood plasma and, I mean, like every physical ailment you can think of on the planet, from a cold to cancer, um, there is frequencies for. So you can send specific frequencies to someone um, to help bring their body back into balance and to bring their body back to what a healthy frequency should be, instead of the disharmonized, toxic one that's actually causing sickness and illness in the body.
0: Oh my god, this is really and
1: information to see yeah. what's going on
0: yeah totally. yeah, because I guess, um for my own personal um experience, I have done Reiki with Belle ages ago. and then that was really great. It's just like that, you know, like Bell was just uh, mentioned there is like a massage on the soul. It's just like awakening. And in the term of your cycle, so because I'm really interested with the periods, right? So, if some women have trauma in their period, usually they show not, not just in the period, like period shame, let's just say, and they have this, you know, unknowledgeable um, in their meta when they first bleeding and then they might have that trauma around there. You know, I have heard um, so many women's story when they got their period and then they, you know, they got their period in, in school and then they got bullied and then they got period at Tom and then, you know, like mom is just like, oh, right here the pet or maybe, you know, oh, don't tell your dad, don't tell anyone and then things like that, right? So if they have that trauma, it's just like in that perspective of, um, you know, like, the first manner and then that show up in every cycle every period again and again how can you clean up that with kinesiology yeah i would definitely be doing that with
1: kinesiology not with uh, not with reiki but you can definitely definitely go back to um the time that that happened and be able to clear the trauma out of the body very specifically around that
0: right right yeah and then what what do you recommend for women having this kind of trauma to bring their practice if they're not let's just say if not they're not ready to having a session for Reiki or oh, sorry with um with kinesiology. Do Like you can, you know, go
1: on YouTube and find some like womb healing uh, meditations and do some visualizations, you know, you might have some singing bowls at home to do some work on the sacral chakra and stuff like that. You could definitely do that. But if there is trauma in there, I would definitely actually, it's so much more powerful and effective to actually go to a practitioner and have a session and get something sorted in, you know, one, two, three sessions than what you can do in a hundred meditations maybe doing it yourself at home to try and work it out do you know what I mean
0: yeah 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 totally totally oh my god that is really interesting because also I have done the womb healing and then you know like working with yourself is also not so easy it is definitely challenging so I guess practitioner like Val or any other practitioner with kinesiology or womb healing that is really really recommend there
1: Yeah. And I think it's just, it depends on the level of where you're at, right? Like if you're deep in your spiritual development and you've done a lot of workshops and a lot of work on yourself and you feel quite confident to dive in and do some of that on your own, great. But there's a lot of women out there I know that have never really gone to some workshops and and done healing on themselves and would really truly feel like, oh my God, where do I even start? And am I doing it right? And how do I really do this? Maybe I'm doing it wrong and they don't trust themselves and their ability and that would actually feel hard and overwhelming for them. So that's why it can be better to actually, you know, go and see a practitioner and, you know, have that guidance and support along your journey. And, I mean, in any kinesiology session I have, I give um my clients homework and, and exercises they can do at home and so that might be an exercise that they do at home and things like that does that make sense under some some guidance so it depends on where you're at but if you feel like I can do this on my own no worries you know YouTube some some videos and give it a crack
0: but you know uh, it's, it's not that easy to get trauma
1: out of the body you know so no nah,
0: no nah, totally not easy at all so yeah uh, and then well, talking about the self healing, I know you have been practitioner for the last uh nine years, so where is this journey is lit you? I know that you mentioned you were um uh, drug addicts and an alcohol addict, and then you just say, All right, here I go, and then just gonna you know, following my self healing journey. I'm pretty sure that is not a smooth road to go, so where.
1: It was when definitely not a smooth road to go, but I'd ended up in hospital, I think, for the third time. Um, and they had said to me, Look, if I take drugs ever again, pretty much my heart can't take it and I'll probably die. So, they, literally, that's how bad it got. Um, in 2013, um, it was around Easter time, I think. And I was like, Okay, that's it, I'm just never touching anything forever as long as I live. And that's when I'd started all these other healing modalities. But it was amazing the way it helped me with the addiction stuff because I just never wanted to. Like just from that moment, I've just there's not one part of me that has ever ever wanted to touch drugs um, ever again. Um, and it's amazing because it's like the reason I was taking them was to, to self medicate all this pain and trauma. But then working through, you know, having these kinesiology sessions, I was losing the pain and trauma. So the the want and the need to self medicate was gone. Does that make sense? So it's, it's it's been amazing, and I know a lot of people do AA and NA and all these other different ways, and they're all great. That just didn't resonate with me to do that. Um, everyone's got to do whatever suits them on their journey, um, but for me, I really loved doing the kinesiology, and like I was having weekly sessions for a while there, and then fortnightly sessions, and you know, it's not super cheap. And so that's where I felt like, well, I want to learn how to do some of this so I can do some balances on myself and empower myself on my self-healing journey as well. So then I was just having sessions like every four to six weeks with a practitioner and doing like, you know, sometimes even daily sessions on myself, but at least once a week still now, I always hold space for myself and do lots and lots of regular sessions. But I do mini balances nearly every single day on myself. It's just a total, it's my morning ritual. It's part of my life that I'm always checking in on what do I want to clear and what do I want to bring in today? and that's why I was saying like you know to come and learn kinesiology like when I first learned kinesiology I had no intention of being a practitioner you know I've been hairdressing for 30 years loved it thought I was going to do it till the day I die I had no interest in changing career I did it because I wanted to heal myself that's it then I loved it so much along the way I decided I want to help other people that have suffered with debilitating anxiety like I did and addictions and trauma and so that's when I started to be a practitioner and then along the way, I'm like, well, now I want to share and teach because I want um, more and more and more people to be able to have these amazing tools to use at home on yourself and with your family and with your kids. You know, doesn't have to be a practitioner to come and learn all this amazingness. Mm-hmm.
0: So with the practice, well, not practitioner, with the people is come to you for learn because it's. It's so many things that you offer. I can't even keep up with it. <laughs> and then, where someone just want to learn a healing journey for yourself, which which pathway that they should to choose? Because it's just so many things that I know you're doing like a weekly kind of thing and then termly um, kind of things. I, I don't know, like so where they should start
1: Um, Well, you know, like with kinesiology, like come and start with the kinesi um, intro course. It's just a basic weekend. And even if you learned just that basic weekend and you didn't want to continue further, that would just give you the basics to just be able to check in with yourself. You know, I also still teach Reiki so you can learn how to self-soothe and self-regulate by being able to put some healing energy uh, into your your body. Um, And otherwise, you know, I, I passionately love doing my retreats, hence, which, you know, you're coming to teach on on this weekend because is I get to bring in all of my uh, gifts and talents because um, uh, on top of kinesiology and Reiki, I also do Psyche and I also do theatre healing and, you know, the Bioresonance. I'm also a 300-hour meditation teacher and I'm also a sound healer. And so I love when I get to do these retreats that I get to kind of bring in a combination of everything and all my gifts and talents and people get to to really like retreat away from the world for a few days to a week, like I have eight-day retreats in Bali and really really gift the body, the the nervous system, the hormones, uh, the subconscious mind time to actually clear some of this trauma out. Because if you see what you can do in one healing session, which is phenomenal, imagine what you can give yourself when you give yourself two, three, five days a week. Like it's really amazing. Like I just think more and more women should gift themselves uh, going on women's retreats because it it is actually life-changing. It's not like a what do you call like a buzzword kind of term. Like It's like it really actually is life-changing. I have been on, I reckon, 20 or so retreats so far in the last eight years, and every single one that I've been on has been um, a capitalist for some shifts and changes in my life.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think this is the thing, right, like we're just so busy of doing and being in this life, especially... Um, you know, like this life is just fast-paced kind of thing. So we do want to retreat from the world just to get back into ourselves and then tap in back into our heart and then say, Hey, what do you need? Hey, what how can you just slow down and then listen to you know the higher self, which is literally it's just from your heart rather than your mind, right? I think
1: like there's that saying that I really love. Um, instead of like, have I worked hard enough to deserve rest? Have I rested enough to do my best work? Right. And I think that that is really, really important that there is like some badge of honor about being busy and working hard. And it's really crazy to think that you're earning a badge of honor by burning yourself into the ground and not looking after your body rather than, you know, prioritizing rest. And I'm guilty for that. I've had burnout three times in my life. And I'm very, very guilty for that. And, you know, I've totally changed my life and given my reconstructed things and given myself half mornings off and days off and things like that. And it is life changing. And when it comes to hormonal health things, we're talking about cycles and women's health. Uh, All the women out there, I really hope that you do gift yourself time and space and days off on a regular basis. Um, And don't burn yourself out, you know, being um, the mum and the worker and the this and the that, that you you do give yourself time to go within on a regular basis.
0: Very Mm. important. Mm, Very important, guys. Boundary just for you, just for yourself. Yes. All righty. Belle, what is the best tips that you can give to the listener how to start their healing journey? Meditate, meditate, meditate. If you do not have a meditation practice,
1: I highly, highly recommend starting there. And I know when I say that to people, some people go, I can't meditate. I just can't quieten my mind. And I'm like, great. You know what? You don't actually have to meditate by being silent. You don't have to meditate by doing a guided meditation. Meditation is also singing of mantras, which I'm sure you would love to, Ririn, right? We love singing our beautiful yoga mantras. So, you know, find some beautiful yoga mantras and learn them and sing them on repeat. That that beautiful prayer to the universe, that is actually a form of meditation um sitting and eating your lunch your food mindfully bite by bite without watching tv or being on your phone that is a form of meditation anytime when you're present in your life you can have a shower and meditate instead of showering and thinking about what to get out of here what am I going to wear I've got to do this I've got to do that da, 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 if you shower thinking about I'm washing my arm I'm washing my hair and just be totally present with yourself that is meditation and mm. no one's for that because you can find moments of meditation in your daily life, in everything that you actually do by being present and not thinking forward about the to-do list all the time.
0: Yeah, totally. And there is a book, they call it The Art of Mindfulness by Thich Nath and I love uh, Yes, I was just going to that is, I think, I was read it the first on it. The you
1: yoga read it on training? training. yeah we read it on our teacher training yes. yeah
0: exactly yeah on our 200 hours teacher training that is like a requirement uh book to read and then also in that book it's saying like, if you can't meditate just brush your tooth for two minutes without you know like put your eyes is everywhere or start you know like having you know like doing your business in the bathroom and just quiet without the phone which is I guess it is really really um lost in the modern world because sometimes you go into the bathroom and then you still bring your phone right so yeah
1: Man, it's like You don't even know and like shit in peace these days, like people are sitting on the phone, like scrolling. I mean, I don't actually do that. I'm like in and out of there as quick as possible, but some guys in my life and, and past partners that I've had, like they literally go in there with their phone and they're in the toilet for like 20 minutes, flicking and scrolling and hanging out in there. And I'm like, I don't even know why you want to hang out in the toilet for so long. But anyway, each to their own. But yeah, you know.
0: <laughs> I got a funny story about the toilet actually. So my partner is um doing a bathroom right now, And then I do a little bit of, you know, like the admin, the quote, and you know, the invoice and stuff. So when I was doing my business peacefully, and then he's just like, babe, I gotta go to work, you gotta make the invoice. And then I said, I do it later. And then he come to the bathroom, here is the iPad, do it there. I was like, no, I can't do it. <laughs> oh my god but yeah that's what the new world look like right let's just be real guys already well that was such a funny things but yeah guys meditate if you like to start to your healing journey that's where the place to be right just stilling your mind and then finding that awareness back into your body into your mind into your heart into your womb and Belle, before we wrap this up what is the three things that you are grateful for being a woman
1: we're grateful for being a woman wow um I don't know like isn't that crazy like grateful for many things being a human but I don't know about specifically uh being a woman because I guess I've never been a mother so I have never done that creation thing and all the other things that I create and do I mean I could have done that as a man I guess couldn't I I don't know um But I'm I'm grateful for just my beautiful life in general. I'm grateful for all of the beautiful connections and friends and community that I have around me. I'm grateful for all of my beautiful healing modalities. I'm grateful for about myself that uh, not only have I overcome so much and come so far, I'm grateful for that I appreciate every single day that we live on this beautiful planet and I get to be alive. And I just do everything that I want to do. Do you know what I mean? Like if I really want to do something, I just make shit happen and I go out there and I just grab it and I do it. And I know some people look at me like, oh my God, you're going away again. Like next week, I'm doing my Kundalini yoga teacher training in Byron. And then I'm going straight from there to the Gold Coast, to my SoulEx Convention. And do you know what I mean? Then I come back from there and a week later, I'm on a re- the retreat. And then I come back the week after that, I'm hosting a retreat. Like I'm just like, do, do, do of all this really cool stuff in my life. I'm just constantly in yeah, creation and do and learn and grow. And I, but I love that about myself. I love that my life is an adventure and I'm not scared to just go out there and grab it and, you know, appreciate my life because look, a few years ago, I lost a very, very, very dear, beautiful friend of mine at 41 years of age to breast cancer. And she died very, very quickly. Um, I was 40 at the time. So And that was really, really heartbreaking for me, but that was just a really big eye-opener of we're not guaranteed time on this earth. We are just not guaranteed time. So whether you're a woman or a man, I don't think it matters. Just as a beautiful human on this planet, um, you know, we're not guaranteed the gift of time. So, you know, if there's things that you want to do in your life, stop putting it off. Stop putting things to tomorrow or next year. Just grab life by the horns and just do things. Learn, grow, transform and, you know, create yourselves the beautiful life that you dream and desire don't think that's something that everyone else can do and you can't do it because everyone is capable everyone has unlimited potential inside of them don't you
0: agree Mm, mm, it's really really um it's just get right into my heart totally agree like a thousand and a hundred plus ten um well, wow, Belle, it was so nice to have a chat with you. And before we wrap this up, if the listener want to find you, how they can find you and where to find you?
1: So on Instagram and Facebook, I'm Thrive Naturally with Belle or my website is www.thribenaturally.com.au.
0: Amazing. I will put that in the show notes. Thank you again to jump in into our call today. Thanks, beautiful. Mm, Sister, thank you for joining us for a powerful podcast episode. Don't forget to check out our Instagram at Women's Collective Consciousness for the update of our next event, Woman Circle Workshop and Gathering based in Melbourne, Australia. I also have a free gift for you to start your menstrual cycle journey. Check out our website www.womanscollectiveconsciousness.com to reclaim free guide how to cycle chart. If you enjoy to listen to this podcast, please share it with other women in your life. And i always learning, thriving, and evolving. So don't forget to leave a review and feedback. Thank you, beautiful.